a desert planet with twin suns. They call themselves the Bad Batch. We do what we do. What else you got? Give me more! Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu, and it is time for our very last Bad Batch review and breakdown for Season 1 of The Bad Batch. And so we're going into the finale, but before I go into any of that, I have a big announcement for this podcast, and that is that we are available on streaming services now. Uh, We're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as still on our website and YouTube, uh, working on Google Podcasts as well. But yeah, so now I can finally say that you can find us on uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, um, and cool stuff like that. And I feel so official. It. I really hope that uh, this helps grow the channel a bit. If y'all have anybody who you think would enjoy this podcast, please send them my way. They can just look up Twin Sun Talks uh, on either Spotify or um, the Apple Podcasts app, and it should pop up. Uh, I would really appreciate y'all following those and giving them a listen whenever uh, episodes come out. This should make the podcast more accessible. I've also streamlined the podcast on the website. Uh, YouTube's going to be staying the same. So uh, I really appreciate everybody who's been supporting this podcast so far. uh, And I am really going to appreciate anybody uh, who will continue to support this podcast and this new stage of it. Um, But yeah, so just wanted to share that with y'all. And without further ado, let's move into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. Alrighty, so like I said, this is going to be our final review uh, for The Bad Batch Season 1. And this is going to be over episode 16, titled Camino Lost. Now, as usual, we're going to be going over our... I'm going to be going into my non-spoiler review first. And then we're going to go into full spoiler breakdown as well as the review. And I'm actually going to do a a review of the whole season. And then after that, we're going to go into some theories for the next season and what that's going to look like moving forward. So, non-spoiler review. It could be that my expectations were uh, too high, but this finale fell a bit flat for me. Despite how tense and generally active it was, there was limited action and very little that made me excited or satisfyingly wrapped up the season. Even the development for certain characters didn't scratch that itch. I'm still excited to see what uh, season two has in store, but for now, I'm mildly disappointed by the overall quality of this show. Um, and I'll say this later, but this doesn't, um, this isn't a spoiler, so I can put this in my non-spoiler review as well. To put it simply, I think that this is a good episode, but not a great finale. I, I thought it was entertaining, I thought it was good, but I didn't think that it wrapped up this season as neatly as I would have liked. Um, So, from this point on, there will be spoilers, um, full spoilers moving forward. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, let's get into it. So, uh, there's not too, too much to break down this episode, but I'll, I'll take a swing at it. So, first of all, this is at the very end of the episode, but we see Sunny Camino. We very rarely see this. We've only seen it one other time, to my knowledge, and that was during the Separatist attack on Kamino. So we didn't really get to enjoy how peaceful it is. But we, at the very end, the storm is gone, and we actually get to see the blue sky of Kamino, which we literally have not seen in all the Clone Wars episodes that we go to Kamino. It's always been raining. 
and when we get introduced to it in episode two, Attack of the Clones, it's been raining there. It was raining there as well. So um, that was super cool to see. It was super almost sad that it's like, well, okay, Camino can finally rest now that the war has moved away from it, now that everything is gone. Um, so that is quite unfortunate, but um, it's, uh, that, that's just something that I noticed. Um, another thing that I'd like to note is clone hesitancy. So we see some of the first regs that we've seen in a while on board uh, Admiral Rampart's ship that he was using to bombard. Also, I called it, it's Topoka City. I called it Topeka City in the last episode. Um, Topeka is a city in Kansas. Topoka is the capital city of Camino. So little, uh, little uh, verbal typo there. But um, so whenever Topoka's getting bombarded, a clone walks up and you can kind of see there's either hesitation or um, he's a, almost a bit reserved when he's recounting that, yeah, like we, we destroyed, we destroyed it. Like it's gone. There's nothing left. And I thought that that was super interesting. And I think that that's foreshadowing something that may become the next season where the clones are getting less and less on board as order 66. Uh, we move further and further away from order 66. They begin to regain a bit of their humanity and I really, really hope that they dive deeper into that in the next season. The last thing that I have is something called, and I actually don't know much about this, but I saw someone comment this under um, Star Wars's uh, promotional posts for this episode, and it intrigued me, so I looked it up, and I believe that this is actually what this is, and this is something from Legends that, I, like I said, I was not aware of before today, but it's something called Mount Tantus, and what Mount Tantus is was uh, one of the Emperor's storehouses, and it was located on the planet Wayland, and it uh, comes into play more in uh, post-original trilogy, so the original timeline back before the sequels were a thing but it took place then um and uh it was something that luke skywalker and leia organa and lando calrissian and han solo all had to deal with but what it essentially was was a, it was a secret imperial base and this is what admiral thrawn used to uh, raise a clone army to man his fleet and um as we see in the Bad Batch, and I don't know if this is Mount Tantus or not, it might be something similar, there are a lot of clone commandos there, and we see clones with special decals. They're not Delta Squad, but they are, uh, they are, they stand out amongst the just simple white commando armor because they have little gray decals, so maybe those were, uh, Kaminoan commandos, but they are escorting, uh, Nala say to whatever this facility is, if it's Mount Tantus or not, and she is greeted by a human who has a Kaminoan crest on her shoulder, much like we see Dr. Pershing have in The Mandalorian. And so I think that what we're going to be seeing is this is going to tie a lot into uh, Grogu and all of that stuff that goes on with him in uh, the Mandalorian, and I think that what this is going to be do is pioneering the cloning project that they used to clone Palpatine and ultimately uh, creates the clone that is Rey's father, the clone that we see 
on Exegol and the Rise of Skywalker and all that stuff. I think that that's what this project uh, is ultimately going to be. And uh, more on all of that in a little bit uh, in Visions. But uh, yeah, that's about all that I have. This episode was pretty cut and dry. I really did enjoy uh, the little character interactions. They didn't quite do it for me as far as like the emotional content that I wanted from this episode. But um, I really liked seeing Crosshair's predicament that he's in as he's put uh, in very close proximity to his old team and kind of forced to work together with them. Um, but it's super, super interesting. Like I said, it wasn't my favorite episode by any means. I kind of wish that they, there was a little bit more to go off of, but it was, it was a good episode and I thought that was pretty straightforward. Going on to my review, I, I really wish that we had just gotten a little bit, just a smidge more, even if like Crosshair had gone with the Bad Batch, but we see that he might not be super loyal to them or we had gotten to see Rex or other clones like Wolf or Gregor, or if the like the Marauder was destroyed, they get up there and they find that it's been obliterated. And now they're stranded on Camino with Crosshair with no way to get out. And that's how the, the season ends. That would be crazy. Um, it's just something of significance would have been good because instead we got what feels like more like the first half of a finale rather than the second half of a finale which is what we were, which what we got, and um, it was still entertaining, just not overly satisfying, and it was just not an overly satisfying end to what was a good show overall. And like I said earlier, to put it simply, it was a good episode, but not a good finale. Um, so I don't want it to be all negative because I did enjoy the episode as a whole, but it was just like as a finale, it didn't stand uh, stand up super well uh, on its own. As a whole for the season, I'm going to do my season review now. I really enjoyed this show. It's not on the same level as Clone Wars, The Mandalorian, or even Rebels in my mind, but it, but this is only the first season. So if you put it next to season one of Rebels or season one of The Clone Wars, it holds up rather well. I think that this is actually, of those four shows, Mandalorian, Bad Batch, Clone Wars, and Rebels, if you're comparing the first seasons of each of those shows, I would put... The first season of The Mandalorian would be the best out of those. Then the first season of Bad Batch, honestly. Then Clone Wars, then Rebels. Um, I So that, that, that makes me feel a bit better when I put it into that context. The only gripe that I have with that is that, I, I don't know, I feel like Filoni has been at the head of all of those shows, at least to an extent. So I feel like he should have learned a bit from that. Um... And probably could have executed this a little bit better than uh, we got. But overall, I think that it was a good show. Out of the 16 episodes, I say that I really enjoyed eight. Um, eight of them. I'd say that I passively enjoyed four, was underwhelmed by three, and generally, like genuinely disliked one of them. But in Filoni, I trust... Um, I'm thinking that next season will be an absolute banger, and until then, we have the Book of Boba Fett to look forward to, as well as Visions. I'm not particularly excited for Visions. I'm not not excited, but it just doesn't quite uh, grasp my interest like the other shows do, especially since it's not canon. But um, all that said, that's all that I have to say for this. Let's move into Visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. 
So rather than the next episode, obviously these are going to be visions for the next season, which is coming out sometime in 2022. Um, first of all, I'd just like to point out that I was correct. They did, in fact, um, escape through Nalase's old lab. That's about all that we got um, from my uh, theories and, and hopes for, for this season. Um, all of those still stand. I still really hope that we get some Vader content. I still really hope that we see some Order 66 survivors, uh, some some new ones. Like, it would be cool to see Ahsoka. It'd be cool to see Obi-Wan. I doubt we'll see Obi-Wan. I think we'll see Ahsoka, if anybody. Or maybe uh, Kanan again. But, uh, yeah, no. Don't need to see anybody that we've already seen. I want some new content. Maybe Mace Windu, wink, wink. Or uh, Quinlan Boss. Both would be dope. Not entirely sure. Maybe if we get some Mace Windu content in Book of Boba Fett, then we can see how he survived in Bad Batch, just saying. Anyways, um, I think that the central conflict or like goal, I don't want to call it a MacGuffin because it's not like an object, but of the next season will be clone liberation, um, which is working towards a clone uprising because we've already kind of got some, some hints at that. And I think that that's, we're going to get payoff for that in the next season. Um, I'm hoping that Rex, Wolf, and Gregor, and even Hauser all play more significant roles in this season. Um, because I feel like they were a bit underutilized. I understand that you don't want to pull focus from the Bad Batch itself. But at this point, I feel like they've been established as their own characters. And I think that it would work well to incorporate some familiar faces in there uh, with the group as well. I'm hoping that Delta Squad or Commandos in general are the villains, and based off the ending on what I think might be Mount Tantus, um, it seems like a fairly good possibility. Uh, that and also having Commander Cody along with Admiral Thrawn as villains I think would be really, really interesting. Maybe Rampart starts to slip up a little bit and they have to bring in Thrawn, or he's just already there somewhere. Um, I think that that would be really, really spectacular. I'm also, I'm shocked that none of the Bad Batch members died. Um, it makes this season feel like it didn't really have too many consequences to it, I gotta say. Other than Topoka City, Camino, which was heartbreaking, I gotta say, it really was. Um, and it's just, it's an end of an era, which is super sad. But for that to be really the only, uh, the only casualty of this season... I don't know. I feel like they went through a lot, and I still think that Wrecker's turn should have had a little more consequence back when he his chip activated. Maybe, like, he ended up going and defecting to Crosshair, or he killed somebody. Like, I think that he maybe, like, if he had killed Tech when he strangled him, that would have been wild. Maybe a little too dark, but hey... Clone Wars got dark, so... But I, I don't know. I, I feel like there should have been a little more... A little more to it, but that's that's a... I feel like that's a little bit of a... I don't know. A nitpick there. Uh, I'm starting to think that Crosshair does have his chip in. Maybe he was just told that it was out to, think, to make him think that he has a little bit of volition, but he's still... It, I don't know. It doesn't make too much sense to me, but the way that he clenches his head... He clenches his head twice in the last two episodes... I really feel like he might have something in his head still. I don't know if it's the chip or something else, but I, that's what I'm thinking. 
I don't like how the bounty hunters chasing Omega just ended so abruptly. Um, it kind of makes sense that they wouldn't be after him anymore now that Lama Su is uh, presumably dead. But I, I wish that we had gotten to see a little bit more, maybe seeing like Embo or someone like that chasing after him. Because we just see Bane and Fennec Shand. That's it. Nothing else, which is kind of weird to me. Especially since they hopped it up, it's like everyone's going to be after you, Omega, and then no one was after her. I don't know. That's just another thing. Um, I'm intrigued to see what part Nala Say will play in all of this moving forward. Um, like I said, I think that it might be the the like the beginnings of the Palpatine cloning process. Could be kind of cool. Still waiting for some answers on who Omega is. I think that there's more to her than just being a Gen 1 unaltered FET clone that happens to be female. Um... So, waiting for that. Still think that she might be Force-sensitive, but who knows. Overall, I'm very excited for next season. I don't want to say I'm let down by the season, because overall I did really enjoy it. I'm more let down by the finale, but I still really enjoyed it. Um, and I really enjoy this show. Out of the Star Wars show, I would still rank it below Mandalorian and Clone Wars for sure. It's about on par with Rebels for me. But I liked season one of this show a lot more than season one of Rebels. So, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But I've really enjoyed reviewing this show with y'all. I hope that y'all have enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, this is going to be the end of my reviews until... I guess I'm going to do one big review for Visions, I think. Unless I don't like it. And then I'll just mention that I don't like it. And that'll be it. But this will be the end for weekly reviews until Book of Boba Fett comes out in December. So... We're back to one once a week. Uh, that's all that I have. So just a reminder, we're available on streaming services now. So we're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as YouTube and our website. Uh, so yeah, just look up Twin Sun Talks or Twin Sun Talks Podcast. It should pop up. Um, and yeah, tell your friends. Continue to support if you've been supporting. Um, and I appreciate all of y'all. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you, and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.